Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, 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 no, read image. We create our own realities and words. That's disgusting. Hello. That's disgusting. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey, 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 everybody. Hey, 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 everybody. <laughs> Welcome to a new edition of the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. I am your host, Desmond, and with me, as always, is my co-host. Rich here. Hey, so thank you so much for stopping by and listening to us. Unfortunately, we are not live this time. We're Memorex. We are Memorex. Uh, Rich has something special that he's doing on mon- uh, doing tonight. So um, <laughs> so this is a pre-recorded broadcast. But, yes. we, but it's but, all new material. It's all new material. You're going to so, want to listen to. Yeah, so so again, we are normally live on MixLR from six to seven on Mondays. Um, if you miss, if you ever miss a um, an episode, you can go on to SoundCloud.com and search the Geek Chat. That is where all of our prior episodes are, all of our point fives, all of our roundtables. They are all on uh, SoundCloud. Ooh, now early stuff. Early stuff, really early. With stuff. The radio station. We have uh, we're in our third season, so you can listen to the first and second season um, and see how we have evolved, um, if if you will, I guess. Um, so yeah, check, uh, MixLR. This will be live, not live, but it, it'll be, it'll be posted on MixLR on Tuesday, uh, before no. 2 PM. SoundCloud on Tuesday. MixLR yes. will be Sorry. Monday. MixLR is a live one. Uh, it'll be posted on SoundCloud, uh, for you, for your streaming pleasures on Tuesday before two o'clock. Okay. And, and Stitcher. And yep. Another, another, uh, couple platforms that we are on is Stitcher as well as iTunes How's and that YouTube coming. And we are also on Tumblr. Ooh, always, the Tumblr. always search the geek chat when looking for our material. We are not on YouTube yet. I am still, uh, working on that, but we will get that done soon. Who are okay? we thanking? Uh, before we go, though, we just want to say uh, one more We're thing. You then? can also uh, join the conversation on the Geek Chat yes. Facebook group. Um, we are very active on Facebook. On Facebook. On Facebook. Group. We're very active on uh, Facebook. They so would come sue you and if you did that. I know. So come in, uh, join the conversation um, because Rich and I are always uh, talking to our listeners and our friends. So come and be one of our friends. Uh, people we would like to give special thanks to, and they are our sponsors. And without them, this would be very hard to do. First sponsor is Club Card Printing here in sunny San Francisco. Um, if you ever see our palm cards or if we ever do a poster or anything like that, we get them printed at Club Card Printing here in San Francisco. And you can contact them at clubcardprinting.com. Just tell them the Geek Chat sent you. Um, be like, who the hell are these people <laughs> sending? They're always sailing. Send them. Well, hey, you know, if you say you if you say that you, you heard it here, maybe we'll get some free shit. So thank you. <laughs> Um, all those fantastic sounds you hear on the Point Five, the Roundtable, and the Geek Chat were created by our mistress of the mix board, Terry Miller. Uh, thank you, Terry, so much for gracing our eardrums with your fantastical, magical music. Um, we have a resident house artist by the name of Gene Gilmet. He only draws houses? Yes. Uh, he paints them, actually. Oh, it's, it's, here, the little tree here. Yeah, he, 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 he's, he, he is the uh, Bob Ross of the Geek Chat. So uh, <laughs> you can check his work out on rltpress.com. He is also a featured artist on the Comic Book Resources website in their column, The Line It Is Drawn. He has a new piece up right now, which is celebrating the 70, I think 75th anniversary of the Joker, or something 70. like that. I don't know. But anyway, he He's has a old. new. He, he Joker is old, not Gene. The Joker, uh, but Gene has a new uh, picture up that he did uh, with Hellboy and the Joker. So go and take a look at it because it is amazing. He also does the pictures of uh, Rich trying to kill me. So if you like that stuff, go check it out. Um, you know, you know, you you can also. Uh, I don't think we've ever mentioned this. Uh, Gene is has a couple comic books out as well. That is correct. He has his own book called The Protector Core. There's two issues out. They're great. He writes and draws and colors and inks and letters and all that. He also did a book with a gentleman by the name of Desmond Miller. 
And it is, uh, why, don't, why, why don't you tell about this It's book? a children's book it called is. Between Here and the Land Trap, and it is the first in a series of four books that, yes. that we are getting through. But he has said that, unfortunately, he cannot get to that book yet because he is <laughs> furious, feverishly working on, on his other project uh, named Intersections that he is doing with a great writer by the name of Rich. Oh. So... So why don't you tell us about uh, Intersections, Rich? Intersections is a passion of love that should come out very soon in the next year, collecting all the issues and all the everythings. It's going to be a great book. Yes, much like a newborn baby that is ready to be birthed into the world. Its parents are Rich and Gene. That's right. Um, and last but not least, we want to thank our main sponsor, Whatever Comics, located at... 548 Castro Street, located between 18th and 19th in sunny San Francisco. Check us out on the internet, whateverstoreonline.com, or head to Facebook and search Whatever Store. We will definitely do that. And also, if you're uh, if you go to the um, uh, the uh, whatever stored uh, website online, online, you can also uh, listen to the Geek Chat from there as well. We are everywhere, people. We are everywhere. But let's get to what this uh, whole thing is about. That is about comic books. And it was a big ass week for comics. It was a very big big. Again, I'm loving it. I'm loving these new number ones we're getting. Um, and they're all from Marvel, which I which I enjoy. But I have a question, and I was thinking about this um, while I was on my way over here. What? With how um, events happen and then new number ones and the starting of various things, Marvel works in a lot of com- combo companies work in this, you know, secular. Um, Testicular. No, secu- secular, 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 whatever. It's circle uh, type of uh, circular. Thing. Yeah, circular um, in which. In which they they have an event and then they start new books and they have an event and they start new books. Yes, it drives um, me mad. Well, but that's the state of comic books. But Unfortunately. But, but my question is, yes. with Marvel, and we've stated this before, with Marvel's delaying of Secret uh, Secret Wars, do you think that that is hurting? Um, uh, sorry, do you think the new number ones are hurting Secret Wars at all mm-hmm. or those titles? So I'll tell you, I don't think it's so much hurting. After reading this week's uncanny avengers halfway through i stopped i threw my fist up and i'm like curse you marvel they really did i don't want to say hurt they didn't hurt anything the sales are there for everything what they did is they kind of left the readers going i want to know now when you read these books you're you're it's this new world that really isn't new like dc new but things are said like we talked about last week's iron man how did we get there? I think they did a disservice to their fans, if anything, by not following up, by not hitting deadlines, and by not getting the story out in time. I think that we would really be, I think we get a- another level of pleasure reading these if we knew how it ended. I really wish they had stuck to their original outline and had it finished last week. I think Uncanny Avengers would have read different had we known what the hell they were talking about. Yeah, what happened to the maker and and Reed Richards and all this stuff. So we're so we're left to kind of speculate about it, what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna hurt sales. What it's gonna hurt is for me, I think this was leading up to be the best Marvel event, and I've now been selling comics for ten years. I've been through many late events, and I was really hoping Marvel just could have pulled their big boy pants on and delivered just once. And it's a failure. In my eyes, the the delay in the rewrite is a failure. What is not a failure are these new number ones. Mm. Well, that's good, though. But again, that's for me personally, I think it is kind of hurting. Like, like you, I, I would agree uh, with you. It is hurting them because it's diverting too much attention from from their summer blockbuster, yeah. which was Secret Wars and all the other books. Yeah, they should have wrapped all the, the all the side titles should have been wrapped up. And October really should have been a celebration for retailers seeing new faces in stores and Marvel to celebrate these new number ones. Instead, you've got Secret Wars, which is going to be another two months. You've got these endings. And if we have time, we'll get to two of the endings of A-Force and Marvel Zombies. And you've got these new number ones. I just think they got too much. And they've got Star Wars. I just think Marvel now has got too much coming at you. All right. Well, 
Well, suffice to say that we are going to talk about these new number ones. So out of the out of the Avengers uh, number ones, because those are the ones that we can really compare and contrast. Uh, which one did you like better, uh, the new Avengers or uh, the Uncanny Avengers? Stealing the name from uh -huh. X Men still. Um, so which one did you like the better? So I liked both equally. Aww. For no, I did. So honestly, we're going to talk about my favorite book later on. My Ooh. favorite number one book was neither of these. I okay. loved oh, both wow. of them, though. Okay. And I love them for different reasons. Now stay tuned for Rich's number one. So what did you, which one did you like? I already know which, but let them, let, let our gentle listeners, which one did you like more? I liked Uncanny uh, Avengers a lot more. Okay. I, I liked it because there's a lot of interesting conflicts that oh, yeah. will begin to arise in this book. All so right. who's a buy, Rich? Let's get this out. Let's get this out of the way. You okay, Rich? Yeah. Not a funny bone. Trust uh -huh. me. Okay. The writer is Jerry Duggan. The artist is Ryan Stegman. The color artist is Richard Eisenhoff. The letterer and production is VC's Clayton Cowles. Um, that's it. It's called An Imperfect Union, Eight Months Later. I loved this book. I liked that uh, it's led by old... Captain America. I like that it has Johnny Storm. I like that it has mutants. I like that it has non-mutants. I like that it has inhumans. I like that it has a magic user. I just think that there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. I think it's really weird that they're holed up in an old um, movie theater. Yeah, an old movie theater. But that's not original because where were the Mighty Defenders? Oh, no, no. I understand that. You know, But I, I, I do love the originality of the basement, which we'll get to. Yes. And what was this with Spider-Man? You know, getting all his his uh, the conflict. Yeah. yeah. What was Spider Man's deal? Why Why do you think? Oh, because of Deadpool. But I don't understand what. I mean, it seems like um, uh, Captain America has him on a fairly tight leash. Or as we read in the zero from last week, yes, he no Deadpool knows no killing, no maiming, no body counts. But and, and here's the thing that 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 makes me like. Uh, Deadpool's characterization in this. I'm, I mean, Duggan is the one that has been writing the other Deadpool series, and he's Correct. been writing it for a couple of years. So I think that he knows the character, and I'm, I, I'm interested to see what he is going to do with with Deadpool being as restrained as he is. Though I think he's had this slow change to not to say a comedic role because he's always been sort of a comedian, but this slow change to, uh, you know, this nicer gentler deadpool mm -hmm. well the know? other fact is he's still dead so it's going to be interesting to see how he came back because he died right before secret war started yeah but you yeah. know no one stays dead so it's okay but here's the thing was was he brought back in when whatever happened in secret war hasn't ended or... yet we don't know yeah, but it's interesting know. that they brought him back but yet not charles or wolverine or but they know deadpool's got a movie so why not make the money yeah um, what did you think about the art, Rich? Okay, so I made some notes. And one of the things, and the reason why I want to review this with New, is for me, I loved both for the writing and, like you said, for the conflict that's in it. I think, well, let me get this out of the way. I think that Marvel did a disservice by that last Uncanny Avengers. By using the name so much, I think they've kind of tarnished it because people are going to come in and the last Uncanny, remember it was about Counter-Earth, and it was about Wanda and Scarlet Witch and their dad. Yeah. So yeah. they're going to see this and then be like, uh, well, I really think this could be a bigger book for Marvel now because it does have, like you said, it's got everything in it. It really is trying to be a unity squad. Yeah, and I totally agree. I think that with it having mutants and inhumans. That don't get along. Yeah, and and I'm intrigued by these new characters. You know, who is this this mind reading Synapsis. Yeah. Who is she from? Uh, she's an inhuman. She's one of the new ones. So she hasn't been in any nope. other book besides this. Nope. And that's gonna be one of the things I like is getting to know her backstory because of this book. And what's why is uh Quicksilver in it? And I'm just there's so much going on. And then having Rogue um, having to be having the impox, oh, having to get treated. Yeah, and I'm like, what is going on with that? Yeah. I, it's, I'm really interested to know what's going on with the X Men, and I'm really, 
upset that we have to wait so long to find out what's going on, like with 600 and then the actual relaunch. And that's not until like November, right? Correct. November. See, I'm like really like sad about that. Yep. Because Thank you, running Marvel running late. Well, no, it's just I get that Inhumans is, is the new status quo, but like I want to know what's going on with these X-Men characters because they've been a part of my life for a very long time. I know. At least you know? what? Two, three hundred years? Exactly. You know? I was there. You know? <laughs> I was on that first mission with them. Oh. Uh, Vulcan was my baby dad. Vulcan? Really? <laughs> okay, so here's some of my some of my notes. Because oh no, he's got notes. Folks. I do. He is serious about it. I this. do. So I loved the art. And I love the art. You don't think he was a little bit too stylized? A lot of people have said that. So one of the reasons why I love this artist is he knows how to draw a human form. He knows how to draw superheroes in a superhero comic. What he did here for me is he really made it stylized to his own, which a lot of people don't like. But I love one of the things that gets trashed a lot is 90s books. And a lot of those '90s books, the art was like this. It was it was hyper stylized, and but not like this. I think, um, I think. Oh uh, yeah, Sandoval, well, yeah. Sandoval's art in New yeah. Avengers is much more '90s than this. Trust I think me. this is like this new school sort of, like I'm think I'm feeling like a trad a Travis Moore yeah. sort of sort of this very slick trad. Tra- thank you, thank you, Trad Moore with this very slick. Um, the like you can see every muscle and, and everything mm-hmm. is very defined and, yeah and the faces and everything so one of the things let's talk about synapsis's costume so interesting it's overworked but it's kind of why i like it because it's a costume you know in comic books we've been reading comic books for a oh, while oh, wait, 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 wait. how is it overworked you just can't say it's overworked it has it. every design that you could throw in it's well, got it some mask cape. it doesn't it, have a cape. oh that's the only thing it doesn't it's got a little I Hip like her, pouch. I like her. I like her mask. That's like Ode to Gambit. She has her like big ass. And then it's got the circle. And then it's got this weird thing coming down. And because it's, it's a synapse. I know, but She's it's like but, synapse. So I'm, listen, I'm reading your mind. The whole thing is we. It seemed like in comic books we were getting away from costumes. Look at Hawkeye. He looks exactly like the movie. Look at what Grant Morrison and Frank Quitely did with the X Men. They yes, wore leather. Yes, so for I me, the it. fact that she's wearing a costume, I'm like. Hell yeah. What do you think of Johnny Storm's new costume? Um, so not Fantastic Four. It isn't. Like, and, it is not. And the flame that's on his chest is never going to be drawn the same, ever. <laughs> it's little things like that. But you know what? Like you said, it's not. It's the same as Ben Grimm in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I was just going to talk they're about They're staying. They're, it, they're not the Fantastic Four anymore. No, they're not. So the other thing about this that I'm going to say I didn't like oh, but was... Yeah. So the funny thing on the cover, you see these weird lines, these weird little circle things. Um, The speed lines, you and I are used to traditional speed lines, like for the Flash and what Quicksilver used to. They're parallel lines going behind them. This looks like little fart lines. They're all like curly and they're they're they they look like they're coming out and it's like he's showing motion. I know, but it's it's something that's this is gonna take a while to get used to because it's for you for me. I liked it. You like the fart lines. Well, because I thought it showed a little bit it showed more um than lines going behind him like the flash. It gave his powers more character. It this that is the same thing with Jean Grey's pink little fart bubbles over her head. Okay? Oh, I know. Okay, that's what that is. Okay, <laughs> Jean Grey fart bubbles and 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 Psylocke's you know purple butterfly. butterfly. It's like that's that's for me what those are. I know, but it was a little it was a little bothersome. And then and then like in all of Quicksilver's flyaways and his hair when he's like sitting places. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Is his hair always perpetual motion? It's like it should be. You think it would be, you know, but yeah, like right here in this in this panel where he's all like, and it's all like that's showing him moving around. Yeah, little fart lines. Very spastic in how he moves. I enjoyed this book a lot because it threw for a number one. It did what it was supposed to do. It introduced the characters. It introduced conflict. It introduced a villain. Yeah, it really did hit all the beats. It did. I thought this was a wonderful book, and. On the other hand, we have new Avengers. Before I say why I liked it, tell me why you didn't care no, for it. No, no, no. I didn't care for it. No, not, not, not at all. It's okay. Just, I liked Uncanny a little bit more because it seemed to be, it seemed to hit its notes a little bit stronger. I agree. I'll agree. Um, I think there was more in 
uncanny than there was new well, by way of storylines. Well, there was a lot more. I think, and a, there was a lot more pages given. True. you know, so you had, you know, Dugan had more time and to play with his characters. You think uh, if Ewing had uh, another ten pages, we would have got a little? Oh yeah, yeah. But I think again, this is just to show, like, this is what they do. Like, this is very much they are a a rapid response team that goes out and and saves people so that's what the mission is about that's what they were doing you know um it didn't really talk about too much about how they came together why they came together all it is is that i mean it, as far as we know uh sunspot is just paying them to be there so why don't we get away let's uh tell the who's and the what's but uh yeah you always put me on the spot like that Okay. So this one is uh, so we're reviewing New Avengers number one. Number one, and it is uh, the writer is Al Ewing, uh, artist is Gerardo Sandoval, color artist is uh, Dono Sanchez Almara, letter is VCs Joe Comangana, um, and the uh, yeah that's it yeah <laughs> cool <laughs> awesome. So why did you like it? All right, again. I think this book, the look of it, speaks to a certain person that read comics in the 90s. And for me, that's what the art was. The art, again, um, he he gets the form. He knows how to draw people. You can tell. And he exaggerates them. And with you know the crazy proportions and the hyper-realism in some of their outfits, one of the customers said about... Um, Wiccan being so big. Yeah, they're very elongated. They're huge. Yeah, they're very elongated, uh, very blocky, very, um, I don't know. It reminds me of Joe Magura. We were saying this last time, Ramos. Yeah. And I was okay with that. I was okay with the story. It's a comic book. His squirrel girl. I never realized her teeth were that big. His squirrel girl, like, I remember squirrel girl when she first started. And one of the artists that I love is Paul Pelletier. Paul, I think that's how you say his last name, Pelletier. Sure. The way he drew her, she was she was round and she was cute. And I think he drew her that way in this. Um, some of the, I'll admit, I'm, I'm about page layouts. And some of the page layouts were a little confusing at times. Um, it's because you're trying to show so much action. Yeah. You know, it, again, he's, it, he has, in my opinion, a much more exaggerated, aggressive style. You know, it's 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 this kind of over-the-top American manga-esque type of style. Now, when it comes to story beats, this one didn't hit as many beats as the other because we are. this is the first mission and we're going out with them. I love how they did the, you have a secret traitor, but they actually tell you who it is. And, and, I, and I like the explanation about... Uh, it's it's Hawkeye because if you read the zero, it said that, and I know on our last episode, Rich was like, "Oh, maybe that's not," but no, it is. Yeah, and and, and I liked that. I liked that. You know, you know, Dugan showed up and he was just like, you know, I'm not going to make you. I, I'm not going to insult your intelligence. You know, and I love the fact he shows up. Yeah. So he's going to have his own book, and he's going out on missions for Shield now. Yeah, and he's still part of Shield. Yeah, I was like, okay, I I just like that it was. It's just a really good book, <laughs> and although I'm kind, I don't know what's going on with with Evil Reed Richards. I so mean, the maker, this is again where this drives me nuts. We didn't talk about it on Uncanny, but they re- they reference the mutant problem with the Inhumans. So we're missing out on all the stuff that hasn't been released yet. But in this one, the maker is working with Reed in Secret Wars. So obviously the maker survives. So the maker survives. You know, which is which is fine. You know, you we, I kind of expected him to survive. Um but they're really calling him like evil, you know. He I, is. No, but that was the thing. I never really I never really thought Reed Richards from the ultimate version of Reed Richards. I never really thought that he was evil so much as he was misguided with 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 the idea of making everything perfect, you know? So it was kind of this that, that kind of misguided genius. Well, after living for a thousand years, he went a little nuts. Yeah. Yeah. This is he is crazy. Like he is crazy. And it's and it's that hyper time thing that um uh Graham Morrison kind of brought in and then Hickman kind of expanded on. So 
yeah, he is bona fide nutso. So I just don't know what he's. I just don't know what his end game is. And so for, for that, I am intrigued to see what is going to happen. I liked the team. I am interested to see why they are all together. Oh yeah, like I'm, you said, I, I don't know why. Is he paying them? He could. Yeah. You know why is Scroll Girl there? Why is you know why are you know? and I and did you like how um how the gay couple is all like I'll be there for you and everything is great and then White Tiger and Power uh, Power Man are like see how they are <laughs> and they're like what yeah their relationship changed because yeah, they were together and in Mighty, Mighty they I were, swear they were friends because yeah. she went like crazy with the Tiger Spirit well they were friends they were friends and, and here they didn't seem like friends. I thought they were like getting really close and mighty. Yeah. But here, no, no. Yeah, it was weird. No. But you know, my favorite thing, even though she had a very small, small part, I was so happy to see Songbird. Like she's the field leader. This is the reason. This is one reason why I love this book because I love all of them. Like I yeah. want to read about Wiccan and Hopling yeah. and I want to read about Songbird. I love it. And I love Roberto. I'm sad that we don't know where Sam is. Sam I will was, probably show up. I want him to. I, I want him in this book. I Even think Sam will show up. I hope. I think Sam. Listen, will Ewing. Show up. What's his name? Al Ewing. Yeah. If you ever listen to this, please bring Sam in. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure he will. I okay. can't I can't see why he wouldn't. Unless he's dead. No, I don't think he's dead. If anything, he's if anything, he's um with Supernova's baby. Or he's brainwashed work for the maker. Mm, you never know. I know. But it is a fantastic book. Uh, both of the books are are quality stuff. Um, you should both pick them up. They're really good. The next number one, Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, Number one. Interesting read. Things Have Changed. Written by Brian Michael Bendis. Artist is Valerio Schitti. Cover our, our color artist, again, Richard Einzel. This man's getting some work. Uh, letter is VC's Corey Pettit. Um, I'm going to let you lead. What did you think what? of it? I'm going to let you lead because what I have to say, I liked it. I'm just going to say it. I did not want to see. If, if you're not going to put him in the book on the cover if he's not going to be part of the team why do we have to run going to star lord why do we have to go there i would have preferred this team at least the first six issues i don't want to see his face i was happy they're like fighting things and annihilus and i love you know queen. how much i love the brood, the brood like queen. i love the brood queen and I, and I see and i like this because it set up what's going on with all the other super uh alien races or whatnot and i like that they're going to be planning together to 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 basically cut up the universe together and like evil plans i love it like schemes upon schemes upon schemes if we had been having if we had done this podcast years ago when dc relaunched one of the things we wouldn't be saying during a relaunch this is the number one after this big event that's supposed to change things and they're going back to the history that i mean it's never changed nope this was this team when we see Annihilus and the Brood Queen, and that was actually mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, and I love yeah. the fact they're they're doing this. But Ben Grimm shows up. Hello, with and who the, else shows up? The alien race. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I can never say the name. Chitari. 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 Those like the Kachuti. Uh, great splash page introducing the team. Beautiful work. I mean, the, all their stylized name yeah. plates. Um. I love that. Great. Nice nameplates. Yeah. And then I was all ha- uh, Kitty Pride using her powers. Is she still Celestial Kitty? I don't know. But uh, someone pointed out to me that he's still, uh, Groot is still Celestial because yeah, of his. Groot is still Celestial. You could tell because Groot. of his comment. Uh, and that's why I'm wondering is she still Super Kitty? I don't know. But or? what a great way to use her powers. In two pages. And she danced through it? Yeah, she basically danced through the ship and dismantled it. And but and that was the thing I didn't understand is when they were explaining what she did, it was just a, an explanation or, or a description of her normal phasing powers. Right. It didn't seem like it was uh, charged up more on a on a more cosmic scale. So who knows so, what happened? So this is what I'm thinking is that when the world was recreated, they still had their powers but their powers were diminished given what happens at the end i was gonna say given what happens at the end we already know that someone's yeah yeah so it, we were doing great until i like the thing with star lord i i like i like the juxtaposition of like he is this i have to be an adult i have to be home i have to run a run a planet i want to be out with my friend yeah, but like I, just, I got that i wish we would have a couple issues without him i think would have been great let's establish her as 
Star Lord, Star Kitty, Star Lady, whatever you want to call her. Let's let you know we've got Thing on this team. How do all these people feel about Thing and, being on the I, team? And I liked how Thing said, "This is what I always wanted to do." Oh my and god, I, I got, know. What and a, then I got sidetracked. What and a then, kick in the head! And, uh, and then he mentions Reed and Sue and saying, "Well, with them not being here," and I'm thinking they also said that in Uncanny uh, A. Yep. And you know what? I was happy. And I'm like, well, what? Go happened back to, to Uncanny A. Like, damn it! What happened to them? How cool was it? We always we know that Torch and Peter are friends. Yeah. And they they did that they talked about that so i like that they're still bringing up stuff in the last page of this uh of guardians of the galaxy i'm like what oh yeah well i'm gonna spoil we're gonna spoil oh it. we're gonna spoil yeah, it screw it uh gamora comes back and she's just like i used all my powers to get here and i'm thinking oh shit you know mm -hmm. so so that makes me believe that gamora still has a celestial gamora that's so, what makes me believe that here's the funny thing we haven't read the ultimates yet because it's not out but galactus is part of it what is he called the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, I think so. Hel now she, I think Hela something is, has happened. No, I think Hela is one of her uh, heralds. You think it's one of the heralds? Yep. And I think, and I think this is all going to be tied in. And I think that the Ultimates are going to try to are try are going to try to stop Galactus because they because they don't, he doesn't want to eat Sparta. Galactus ah. wants to eat Sparta. Well, there we go. We'll or know Spartax soon. Or whatever. Spartax. But I think that's what's happening. And I think that Hela, the woman that came in is uh one of uh galactus's heralds we'll see that's good we'll see because because that's the thing if marvel's going to be is going to have a much tighter continuity it makes sense that that they would not that they would launch it launch it as an event but they would have their books sort of operate in the same kind of not storyline but kind of operate in the same uh reasoning you, you mean know? something dc doesn't want to do anymore I think DC wants to do it. They just don't do it well. Oh, they don't know how to do it. That's the problem. I well, they used to do it well, but then they just kind of fell out and they don't want to do it anymore. They themselves, yeah. I do want to say one thing. As much as I do love me some, you know, uh, um, Arthur Adams. I thought this was one of his better covers. I wish that Valerio would have done his own cover. What? I like this cover. I know, but I, I just think that why couldn't we have the interior artist? I know they want to sell it. They know that this looks great. I just, I don't know. I would love to see me some. One thing that also, the one thing that also kind of made it feel weird for me is we have a team book yet more than a quarter of these people have their own series. Yep. And they're gonna, Drax is getting a series. Yeah, Drax Venom's is getting, getting a series. Rock Rocket's Raccoon getting a series. One. So it's like, Gamora's gonna have one so probably it's like, middle of the year. I understand that, you know, these are all movie properties, but damn, folks, yeah. damn. Do Something we, the X-Men never got. Uh, they kind of did. They tried. They tried. With like the rogue and the gambit. So yeah, I may expect all these solo issues to last for like twelve issues and then go go the way of the Dota Bird. But at the same time, it's like I think you're pulling too much focus away from Guardian of the Galaxies, and that's what made this. That's what makes this team so good. Is how they op is how they operate together as a team. Mm -hmm. Like I never I never enjoyed any of those other solo books, like the Gambit solo book or the Rogue solo book or any of that solo stuff because. As a separate entity, some of these characters it's not that interesting. You know, it's 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 the whole team dynamic that makes it work. Well, something with the Guardians is when Rocket will say a joke, or even Star Lord will say a joke, and Drax doesn't understand sarcasm. Exactly. You need them to play off each other. Exactly. You know, and and I think that's that's what's missing in some of these in some of these books. You know, um, I am Groot is like Chewbacca and how he growls all the time. Us as readers have no clue what they're saying, but I like that everyone around them. How did Kitty understand Groot so much? And uh, how did Thing understand Groot so much? Who knows? Do they have like some little, like in when you walk in Doctor Who and the TARDIS makes everyone understand the same thing? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they all, maybe they all got universal. Translators. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. Maybe. So my favorite book of the week Really? This book? Yeah, I Are have you to say. Serious? I'm dead serious. I am shocked. I loved Sam Wilson, Captain America number one. You're killing me. I really? loved it. Writer was Nick Spencer. Wow. The artist is Daniel Acuna. The letter is VC's Joe Carmanga. I thought this book, oh, and I want to say Captain America was created by uh, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. Oh, that's cool. I loved this book. Really? This book we were talking about it earlier. It it didn't. Let's not harp back to the beginning like Remender did when he was writing. This book hit the ground running, literally. That's the purpose. It was great. Everything by bringing D-Man back, Misty Knight, that relationship, 
the, which might not be around much longer. I know. The whole thing, I'm so glad they brought D-Man back. He was, I always thought he was great. I, his old-fashioned Wolverine costume. He's crazy. Yeah, his big old beard. Um, the fact that this is painted art also did something. It was very powerful in places and not stiff at all. But what'd you think of, what did you think of the story? So for me, uh, I'm not going to go into it, but I know what it's like to say something and have people pissed off at you and people just trashing you. I but related, what did he say? I related so much to this book. Um, he basically, he basically said, I'm going independent. Yeah. And he basically said, I'm going independent away from America and I'm going to just not be with S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm not going to be with anybody and I'm just going to save people, you know, and that put him at odds uh, against Captain America, Steve Rogers, you know, so I'm just like, and that's what and that's what they're playing on. That's the riff. So it's like you have Sam Wilson, Captain America, you know, this is big fight scene where he's, where he's taking out some people and he has to fight Crossbones. Which I really wish it was someone other than Crossbones, because I think I, they Crossbones, needed to do it. I know they needed to do it, but I wish it was someone else besides Crossbones. But he delivers it to delivers him to Maria Hill, and Maria Hill gives him all this all this flack because he's like, "Look, I'm just trying to do the, what's best for everybody, and I'm 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 still working in your purview. I just don't you just don't control. You don't me. own me. Yeah, and I was thought that was fine. Do you remember? I don't know if you were reading back when Captain America became the Captain. No, and he put the black suit on. Because yeah. he wanted nothing to do, he, the the United States and him were separate. Yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely harkening back to that. The and I do think that this starts a lot of what's going to happen in next year's uh, civil war. Oh yeah, the the lines are being drawn here. How fucking awesome that Red Wing gets a little sonic cannon attached to it, like. I, I was hoping that Red Red Wing was going to be a vampire still. Remember? Yeah, he because, might because be. because remember he was bitten by barren blood in Remender's run. So I mean that last page being retconned out. Sorry. With Commander Steve Rogers, I'm just like Yeah, telling him to stand down I love and everything. This. I loved this book. Everything about this book. I really, really I read it and I was like, this is crazy. The other thing I love And he's an outcast. Yes. In last week's uh, Amazing Spider Man, we got the Zodiac back. This one, we get the Sons of the Serpent. Serpent. And Thank they were you. so silly. Thank you. Like the sons of the serpent were so silly in why they were angry. Mm-hmm. It was just. But this is. It speaks to like. They're the voting stupidity. for Trump. I mean, you. This is our polit. This one book is the United States right now. Like, you should he's read Prez. To something. You should read Prez. He. I know. Seriously. I. I, I got to get. I'm one, two, and three. I read everything about this book. I loved. Wow. I, I did. I just liked how it was interspliced with interspliced with him on the on the um, plane, and yes. the people recognized him, and he and was the, just like, uh, and, and there's the flight the steward. S- stewardess is like, uh. Uh, I no, we're out, you know. Yeah, or the flight attendant was like, we are, we're out, and you're not my Captain America. And I, I love when like, she's like, uh, I think it's disgraceful. Who asked you? Nobody elected you to anything. And he's like, would it be possible to get an orange juice? We are out. You sure as heck are not my Captain America. The only thing I like about you is your bird. And, of course, the bird's pissed off because it's stuck down in a thing. Yeah. But what does that say about people? And, uh, you know. They can say anything they want. It it says a lot to the fact of it doesn't matter how many times he's saved someone. He didn't say what you agree with and therefore you hate him. Yeah. And therefore you dislike him because he is not doing what you think he should do. Yes. You know. I understand that. And I freaking loved that book. Out of all four of the brand new Marvel number ones, my Avengers, my mutants will always be there. But I, I, I did like my Captain America this Great. week. I am very surprised by that. I am, I am shocked by it. But, but again, you felt very um, close to the subject matter. I did. I, I'm, I felt it. I understand what he's going through. And it's good that comics reflect reflect our lives, and we can actually see ourselves in these comics in various ways. So. Now, here's another little thing. I can't see myself in this comic. No. This is completely 
this next comic is completely left field from what is what's going what we just talked about and the book that we are talking about finally came out it was a book that rich and i spoke about way back in i want to say february when we went to the image expo it's a little book by scotty young with uh john francis barlew called fuck fairyland i mean i hate fairyland sorry Fairyland. sorry um Let's hope you can get that cover, but it's uh, I Hate Fairyland uh, from Image Comics. Again, the uh, story and art was by Scotty Young. The colors was by Jean uh, Francis uh, Bayou. Letters by uh, Nate Picos of Blambot. Oh, and, not VC? No, and the logo and design uh, was by Ryan Hughes. So tell us what this book's about, Rich. This book is about this little girl. Who got stuck in fairyland for 27 years and now she's sick of it. But she's still stuck. And she's crazy. In this little girl's body. Yeah, and she, she never aged. She never aged. She made a wish. She got her wish. She goes to this magical land. And now she hates it and she just wants to kill everybody. But the funny thing about it is even when she went to the portal that went to the land, she didn't like it. Uh -uh. Even from the beginning. She fell flat on her face and broke a couple things. Yeah, even at the beginning, she was just like, no, I don't want to do this. And after 27 years searching for a way out, she's just like, I'm done playing the game. It was violent. Fuck all y'all. And she was killing folks. It didn't swear, but it swore. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the... a cartoon ex- fluff that yeah fluff that is just so in the beginning <laughs> you can see on the promo uh, you can download or um, go to any of the things and see the the promo pictures the first couple pages basically the moon is the narrator and she is so sick of the moon narrating she takes her cannon and blows his brains out and then she's like oh there's witnesses so she starts killing who are the witnesses The stars. She starts blowing the stars out of the sky. And one of the stars, so we then go to the fairy, what is she called? The the Queen Queen Claudria. Yeah. And she's like, oh, look, they're shooting stars. And one of the stars totally hits her in the face. It's all bloody and stuff. And from there, the (laughs) queen, she's like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, we're done with this. But, but the queen... Or she cannot hurt anyone who has come, a traveler or visitor to Fairyland. She cannot hurt them. But she can hire someone. Oh, yeah. But other people can hurt her. Other people can hurt her. And where did she go? Slugs Vegas or something. She goes gambling. Yeah, to try to get some money. And then, like, there's these mushroom guards. And then she She eats eats the the mushrooms. And she goes on an acid trip because of the mushroom that she eats. It is a very trippy book. Slug, who is the gangster. And he has, like, slug life tattooed on his stomach it's just the 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 comic is all over the place people but it's a ton of fun she has a an apathetic jiminy cricket following her who's just kind of like yeah it's like it's great because jiminy cricket was always supposed to be pinocchio's conscience but in this one he just does not give any fucks he's just like whatever nope (laughs) i think he's he's, i think he's kind of tired of it too he's just like i don't fucking care whatever i think something's gonna happen with him i think he is going to be uh, a mastermind or something it's because it's always the quiet ones yeah it's always the quiet ones i don't know i it's got the humor is in it it's got violence it's got bright colors it is so much fun and then we get to the the last page <laughs> and the guy's nipples are ginormous yeah all this weapons it's conan like nipple bottles there yeah this and then the best thing i'm not going to read it to you you can read it. i hope you buy this book but Scotty Young talks about how this is his first creator-owned comic and how image and what image means to him. And Des and I, and we can sit and talk with um, Frank and Terry. Terry, and we could talk to any of you comic book listeners, and we could talk about what comics mean to us growing up, if you started reading, or even now. And I read this, and I was just like, that's really cool because he talks about living in a small town where he really couldn't get to him. This book is a labor of love and it shows. It's so much fun. I highly recommend it. And it's only three fifty yep. from Image Comics. How and you many, get a lot. Yeah. How many uh, issues is it? We don't know yet. Oh, we don't know yet. Yeah, I know it's a uh, little dead star on the back. I know it's a limited series because at some point she does have to escape. But yeah, it's... Um, it is full of fun, so you should definitely pick it up. 
from your local comic book store. Which would be us if you live here. <laughs> yes. So we're going to switch our gears. Don't turn us off, Frank. But we're going to go to DC. Um, which I'm fine with. DC had some DC had some pretty good comics this week. I know which comic that you like, which is almost your second favorite comic book of the of the week. Well, which was, you love that comic. I did. I did. I like I am, this book. I don't I am interested to hear why you like it. Because I'll give you I'll give you it. It is finally caught on and it's it's much for me, this book is much like Shield. Ages of Shield. <laughs> the first couple of uh, seasons or issues bitch. were really like, <laughs> Oh, I get it. It's set up. What do you do? Oh, but now finally, finally we get to see some payback. All right. So it's JLA, Justice League of America. The Brian Hitch one. Number four. Yes. Brian Hitch. So it's by Brian Hitch. That's how they bill it. Inks by Daniel Henriquez. Did you say angst by? <laughs> Inks. Because they're all angsty. <laughs> yes, they are. You have a thing with angst. I, I guess do. I like, I think I feed off it maybe. I do. Oh. Colors by Alex Sinclair. Letters by Chris Aliopoulos. An assist, I don't know what he assisted, but Amadeo Turturro assisted. I don't know what he did. I Ooh. do like this book. It is, if, if we could get rid of the crappy... New 52 comics, the, uh, the New 52 costumes, this would just be a fun Justice League book. Like, it is religion. It is truth. It is Batman being Batman. It is not robo-Batman. Yeah. Batman questioning everything. And I just like, yeah. So but why did you like it? What, what, what was it that sold you? The story Batman? just continues to unfold. Like, well, Rao what, is doing what's something. What's the story about? So we already said this, the the hero Superman's god Rao is now on Earth, yeah, and the Kryptonian he's god Rao, he's right? granting you and you learn what happens when you're converted, because Batman has one of his villains that he picked up, and he's having him cat scanned. Something has to be different, and in the middle of this, yeah, um, Batman does not believe in divine intervention. No, folks. he doesn't, and he shouldn't. He is a thinking man who is thinking. He's logic. And one of Rao's people comes to attack him. But why does he attack him? Because he's getting close to the truth. Which is what is? You say. You say it. I don't want to say it. Okay. I so want to leave some kind of mystery. No, the truth is that that Rao is re he's rewriting uh, the genome of people and making them more subservient. And the reason. Uh, he's going to steal all their life essence. Yep, because his life life essence makes him uh, young. He and says, "My prophets were well, giving no, no, me a when does he small say that? portion in the past." Exactly. I'm just saying. So Green Lantern goes in the past, yes. and we get to see old Rao, who's been alive for over a thousand years, and this is how we find out why. Yeah, he has literally been living off of people the, of, of of the life energy of his people, of his, was, followers. of his followers, which I think is very interesting because because you could make very a lot of very parallels between uh, evangelists or, or f f folks of faith who Can, have these giant mega places like, and you give dividends. And instead of giving your money, Rao takes your life. So it's it, very clever. Wasn't his name Joel, Joel Osment? Wait, or is I that remember. the little boy? One of these guys who asks for money and asks for money has got this ginormous spread out mansion. And it, it, it is yeah, that. The mega churches and stuff yes. like that. But instead of taking money, he takes your life. Yeah. So it's very, so it's very interesting, you know, what Brian Hitch is doing. It's, it's very intelligent writing. Not, and I, not, not to say that he wouldn't be an intelligent writer. It's just like, wow. And like he's, he's focused really, on something. Yeah. He's, and it's really interesting it's like you know they're literally but the, but the thing that, that really makes it interesting is he gives a uh, superman gives cyborg and his dad who surprisingly are working a lot better in this iteration than anything than, else than they do in their other book which yeah. is very funny but that's why i like this we book. find out that superman has a pre is predisposed in his blood in his blood programmed to worship rao yep and so that's what we're finding is like kryptonians were, were programmed to to be God-fearing people who, of this Rao guy. And so that's why Superman adopted him so quickly was because it is predetermined in his DNA sequence to be like that. And when we last I talked about this book, by that. I was remember like, Batman what? and Superman? And he said, you need to prove to me why? Yep. So one of the things that happens, this, this little girl does not want to do it, does not want to do it. Yep. And she's forced to. And yeah, I was she just, was indoctrinated. It was very, yeah, I really just, I really like this book. 
but the thing that 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 the thing that makes it oh and then arthur and mira saying you left one of these prophets there and he's like i think it won't work but so i cannot wait to see what happens when all his people are going to be transformed exactly and and the thing that even more of a mystery is where's flash at i know flash is with those people that were like time traveling or something Uh so it and then so that makes me believe that maybe the people that were in the first one the corporation that was finding all the dead supermen is that something that is related to Rao or is yes. that even or is that even a bigger mystery? So I wanted to bring that up. There's two things we didn't see. We didn't see Wonder Woman Who and is, what happened to her. And all the all her gods are dead. Is Correct. that because Rao's killing all those gods? And the other thing is, and like you said, I think that the that first group of scientists that had all the dead Superman, I think they're onto something and they knew something about the blood. So maybe it's mm, I think it might be something unrelated. Really? Yeah, I think well, it's we'll because see. if this is an ongoing series, I think that... Uh, well, Hitch has been told, I, I can't remember the exact number, but I'm pretty sure he's got something planned out through at least seven or eight. That's what I mean. So I'm thinking if they're, if they're, if they're finishing this up, I think that, that is a, it is a much larger uh, story that he is... That that is that he's dropping hints that is projected into the future. Yeah. Um. And I think what happens to Wonder Woman, what happens to Flash, might be might be other things that are that are somewhat related to this, but not but not, might not be related to the to the um. No, I think Wonder the narrative of this. I think Wonder Woman and the gods. I think that has. Something. I don't know. I really don't know. But I do know that when when Green Lantern is in the past dealing with that Rao from the past, I do believe that um. Because he needed Green Lantern, needed. Uh, I love how help. he shamed Hale yeah, into doing what he. Him. Oh my God! But I think the reason why is because I think the people that they're gonna fight are people that are against Rao and what he's doing, and I think that's what's gonna click in Green Lantern's head that Rao is not a benevolent god and he's actually evil. So the other thing that was weird is so a thousand years ago there was a Green Lantern with a beak. Yes. Huh. Yeah. There's been a. Green Lanterns for a very long time, I guess. But I, again, except for now, because there's only a handful. Yeah. yeah. But I do, you, I, the, you got me on the hype train. This is a very good book. It's a, it's a very strong book uh, from DC, and it's not, and it's not the main continuity. And I think that's that's another reason why I like it, which Charles the, hates. But I think that's why it's sad is because it's just not. It's this one title that's like shining through, you know, the fog that is the rest of DC. Yeah. But, okay. So on the other hand. We have the Justice League United. Justice League United was pretty good. Um, for me personally, I know that Terry really likes these old, you know, like Enemy Ace and yeah, Howling Commandos and the. Uh, oh, how great the it was when the Howling Commandos showed up! Unfortunately, or Creature Commandos. Unfortunately, I just I'm not a fan of like GI combat and all that stuff like that. So for me, it was a tough read to get through, only because it's a subject matter that like doesn't really speak to me. But. I thought it was amazing when the creature commando showed up. Oh, so did I. So I was like, that is awesome. That is really cool. But again, how the, cool was it when you thought her staff went through a human being and they didn't yep. give that up? And it was Frankenstein. I was like, Ooh, okay, that's pretty cool. That but, was awesome. But again, the, the, the thing with the uh, Vandal Savage and Batgirl and, and uh, star uh, star girl and enemy ace. Uh, yeah, uh, it was just, again, for me, I, I'm just not a fan of like war comics, but anyway, it's uh we're talking about JLU Justice League International. No, United. Sorry, thank you, Justice League United, um number fourteen three ninety nine from DC Comics. It's almost over, folks. So that's sad. Pick them up. Uh, writer was Jeff Parker, pencils were Paul Peltier, oh, inks by him. Rob Hunter, colors by Jeremy Cox, letters by Steve Wands. Um, yeah. So what did you think of it, Rich? I gotta tell you, one of the highlights of it was just the art. I love this man's art. You remember Negation? I do. Loved his art. That's yeah, where I first fell in love with him. That's why I mean he, when he was doing when he was doing Aquaman, I was like I, mean, I didn't read that. Yeah. Uh, he was a did he did a really really he's a very strong artist. Very you know, strong, he even very makes classic artist. The new Batgirl costume look, you know, tolerable. Yeah, yeah. Um I like all the old war stuff that that they're putting in this with the past and the future and everything coming together. I really liked that. Uh, I have no problem because I've always been reading. What I loved was the Robot Man stuff. Yes, see, it's that's, about damn time. Yeah, Robot Man and and see the whole fight between Robot Man, Steel, and the Creature Commandos was amazing. When he ripped Robot Man's or uh, 
I can't remember his name. The GI robot. Sorry, GI robot's arms off, and GI robots are sh- shooting at him. Like that whole scene was just amazing. I was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, because the panel work. He knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. Like he he knows yeah. how to lay out panels. I love when Medusa tried turning him to stone and he's like, sorry, I know about Gorgons. This is what gets me. The Doom Patrol ran across a couple. When? I want to see that story. Eh. Eh. Maybe it's a different version. I want a a good Doom Patrol. It's an old version. Uh, Who knows? I don't know. I, again, what the ending? Come on now. Yeah. I didn't like this (sighs) name though. I'm so used to the one man army corps and they changed his name and to I was construct. like, ah, I was like, really? And, but it's, but you notice, but you look at him, he's the OMAC from uh, Batman beyond though. Yeah. If you look at, he's the OMAC because of his, his Mohawk, that is the brother eye version of OMAC. Hmm. Yeah. Because you can tell by his, his Mohawk or you can tell by the eye that's sitting on his chest plate and the eye that's sitting on his chest. Plate. Yes. He is a brother eye version of OMAC. I like this book. I'm very sad. DC did not give it a chance. I like the I rotating. Agree 100%. I like the rotating team that they have, that it's a core set. But you notice in this, it brought us no closer to finding out anything that happened between the Zeta Beams. This was straight up all about the being the present uh, in the present of this team. And I liked that. Yeah. Um, speaking of JLU, do you think that they're going to end it and just to restart it? Or do you think it's going to be like gone like, like the way of the uh, Legion? I think it's going to be like that. I, I really think hope not. I want more Legion. Bring me back Legion. Damn it, DC. Yeah. Okay, so. Legion. Um, A book that I really have enjoyed. um, All two issues. (laughs) Shut up. It was uh, Batman and Robin Eternal. It is a weekly book that comes out from DC. Uh, Issue two came out. It's $2.99. And the, uh, where is this at? Okay, yeah. The uh, writers are uh, James. Tinney and the fourth. Thank you. Scott Snyder. Uh, Script is by Tom Seeley. The uh, pencils is Paul Piertier. Oh my God, Paul Piertier! Yes, yes, I know. I got to see his art twice this week. Yeah, inks is by Tony Cordos, and the colors are by Rain Burrito. I just want to say, this man did two comic books in the same week. Yet there are artists that can't draw four in a row. He didn't do it in the same week. I know, but what I'm saying is, he can bust them out and they look great. Yes. How come we can't have some? Why can't you put him on a damn book? This is not the 90s, okay, early 2000s, where you could have someone do that. They just don't do that anymore. Uh, He's not Scott McDaniel. Uh, no, okay? they can do that because it's called Image Comics, no, like, and the same artist has drawn every issue of East of West. Because they have their they have their three month delay between. I mean, think about it though. We don't get the uh, the Todd Knox anymore. We don't have the Ron Lim's anymore. We don't have these people anymore. What happened to Ron Lim? That I, man could produce a book. Yes, Ron Lim. He had a very classic style. very tight style. We miss you, Ron Lim. He's out there though. Like I, I know he did at, covers. I, I he does varying covers on all the time. Various comic book conventions. A little grayer, but he's still doing it. He's still rocking it out. Uh, but back to Batman and Robin Eternal. You mean Robin's Eternal? We are Robins. Is we what are, it should be it called. Really is. We are Robins. But yeah, we're learning a little bit more about what happened to Tim Drake. Not Tim, Tim Drake. Drake. Uh, sorry, Dick Grayson. Dick. Yes, Dick Grayson. When he was the first Batman's sidekick, Robin. And I'm thinking, was there a program that made these Robins? Is that what we're getting to? I don't know. Because now we have the orphan. And I looked at the pretty art. You don't like the story? There was no story. There is no story. We're two issues in. There's been no story. Oh, it's, it's just not been that bad. it's just been Dick running after Cassandra. It's not, but Cassandra's kicking ass though. She is. I did like that. <sighs> and I ain't speaking much. I though. can't wait till Wednesday because I want to see her kick Jason Todd's ass. And then spoilers showed up, and that was funny. That was so funny. That was I have to say one of the best lines. When he told her, he's like, "Look, what's your name? Spoiler. No, your name. Oh, fine. <laughs> I like, sexy guy. Love like, it. It was just." Yeah, some of the dialogue was was very cute and very funny, but the overall narrative it's just of course it's only the second issue so you really don't know what's supposed to happen because it's all like set up, but please like get moving a little bit. The know? other thing I, I enjoyed is, it, don't get me wrong, I'm enjoying the ride. It's just I it's just been don't, fun. I just don't understand like and like all this play with the scarecrow. When did the scarecrow become such a main villain? I get it he's in the car in the, in the uh, video games and everything, but damn, like the scarecrow is everywhere now. He's, he, but he's not on Gotham yet, is he? Not yet. Give it time. Oh, yes, he was. Wasn't he the one with the fear gas last season? 
I didn't watch last season. Uh, I and think they've already introduced him. Now, so. I think they introduced him. Yeah, and if you want to listen to us, our our uh, we have a point five which you talk about um, the uh, various uh, TV shows based on comic books that are out, and we hate we hate watch Gotham. So if you're ever interested in that, you can tune in on Tuesday. Sorry, on Thursdays, Thursdays for our point five. Always always uh, live before two. Okay. Always oh, sorry. Always always uh, streamed before two. So that's when it'll be posted. So. Yeah. Well, on that note, we are almost done. Thank you so much for tuning in for this edition of the Geek Chat. Again, we will be back live next Monday. Um, if you ever, again, if you ever want to come in and talk to Rich or I, come to the Facebook group, talk to us, uh, join the Facebook group. It is the Geek Chat. And let us know what you're reading. Let us know what we should be reading. And if you can't get enough of us, uh, check out the point five, which is on, again, Thursdays. Uh, we will post them before two o'clock on SoundCloud. Everything is on SoundCloud. Uh, search The Geek Chat, all of our all of our episodes. And we're in our third season. Uh, we still have we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do for our uh, our special uh, one year anniversary. We have something that we're thinking about, but we're probably going to announce something on our on our following uh on our following uh, show. So please stay tuned for that. Uh, once again, my name is Desmond. I'm Rich. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.